Hey, seasoned athletes, I'm Robin Leggett, and this is episode 77 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Seasoned Athlete is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We are here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. If you like what you hear, I would love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you really love us, you can support our ability to continue to bring inspirational stories to you by way of either a one-time donation or by becoming a monthly sponsor. Just go to seasonedathlete.me and click on one of the support seasoned athlete buttons to help support this DIY independent podcast. Well, we are here at part three of the Ageless series. If you have been following along, here's what we have covered so far. Part one was about assessing your priorities, setting your goals and setting your target and then getting your body strong. Part two, we covered eating for athletic aging. So if you missed either of those, go back to episode 75 and 76 and you can catch up. Today, we're on to the next stage of my ageless method, the next step. And it's all about leveling up your recovery. We're going to talk all about recovery here, what it is, and why it's important in your life as an aging athlete. So I've been doing the age, excuse me, the seasoned athlete podcast for just about three years now. I have interviewed a whole bunch of athletes ranging in age from 40 to 93 years old. So I've been getting a lot of different stories. And I always ask, kind of what's the secret? What what is the key to their longevity? And the thing I've heard over and over and over again from all of these athletes is recovery. Recovery is a difference maker for the aging athlete. Now, for those who played sports your whole lives or did some sort of activity when you were younger, I want to kind of get the the pulse of the room here, but how many of you really put time and effort into recovery when you were younger? I am not, I've not been an athlete my whole life, but I started playing sports when I was 29 years old and I have continued to this day. I'm 45 now. Now, when I started and for many years, I didn't think recovery was really a priority. I didn't put time and energy into my recovery. And when you're younger, you don't think you need to. You think you're a little more bulletproof. And maybe it seemed like you were that, you know, when you got injured, you recovered faster or your body just recovered faster from hard efforts. But as we get older, things change in our bodies. And it doesn't mean we necessarily need to slow down as athletes. It just means that we need to do a little more. We need to be a little more thoughtful about how we treat our bodies in these workouts, before these workouts, after these workouts, and on a regular basis. And that's where recovery really comes into play. Now, I look at recovery in three sections, three different ways that you can approach your recovery. There's actually more than three, but I'm going to break it down into three for the purpose of this episode to keep it nice and simple for you. So when it comes to recovery, I'm going to cover three things. One is the importance of sleep. And yes, I count that as a recovery modality. It is the single most important thing we can do to boost our training to boost our gains, to further our progress in the quickest way possible is to get sleep. So I'm going to cover that in a second. I'm also going to cover 
warmups and cool downs. So things you can do with every single workout you do to help preserve your body, to help take care of your body and to allow yourself to train as hard as you want to train for as long as you want to train and keep that mobility, keep that flexibility uh, and keep that freedom of movement. And then I'm going to talk about weekly and monthly treatments, the extra mile, the way you can level up your recovery. When I talk about leveling up your recovery, this really takes it to the next level. And if you really want to be serious about being an athlete at any age, these are things that you're going to want to incorporate into your routine on a regular basis. So these are three areas that I'm going to cover today. Let's talk first about sleep. So sleep is where the magic happens. So what I hear and what I share with the people that I work with is the greatest gains that you're going to make during your training is overnight. That's when you're going to make the gains. It's not during your workout. During your workout, you are breaking yourself down in a certain way. You are fatiguing your muscles. Well, overnight is when they rebuild and become even stronger. So you need to get that rest. Like if you don't get the rest, that stuff's not going to happen. So when we talk about elite athletes, and I know that's not where most of us are at, but elite athletes typically get at least nine hours of sleep a night because they know how important it is to get a full night's sleep and to get the rest that you need to make the progress that you want to make to achieve the goals that they want to achieve. Now, I understand that our lives in general look a lot different than that. We have jobs, we have responsibilities, we have families that we need to care about. And at the time of the airing of this episode, most of us are on lockdown. So everything is heightened. You are caring for your kids, you are handling their education while also working. It's a lot. I understand that. So there are techniques that you may want to practice so that you just ensure that you get better sleep at night with the responsibilities and everything going on in your life. It's going to help reduce your anxiety and your overwhelm that you're likely experiencing as well. So there are some techniques and these are techniques that I practice that I want to share with you. So first of all, set a hard bedtime. Set a time that you're going to get into bed and turn off your lights. And ideally that is eight hours before you need to get up or more, but at least eight hours. That doesn't mean you need to be asleep, but you should be winding down. Also turning off screens at least 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime is ideal so that you're not having the blue light in your face. You're not seeing news that's going to amp you up, um, things like that. So turn off screens and that's TV, that's phones, all that 30 minutes to an hour before bed lights out and try and get that eight hours of bedtime even if you don't get eight hours of sleep time, have a designated bedtime that is in line with your designated wake up time and avoid pushing yourself later just because you're, you want to scroll online, you want to binge a show, give yourself those limits there. Okay. And really start there. You don't need to go further than that, but just allow yourself the opportunity to rest so that you are going to have greater energy for your workouts and your body has the opportunity to repair overnight. So make sleep a priority if you want to make living an athletic life a priority. Okay, let's talk about warm ups and cool downs. So again, if you haven't been practicing that, 
your whole life, it's going to be another habit that you have to learn. And that's okay. So implement some basic dynamic warmups into your workout. You can go online and look up dynamic warmups and see an example of what those look like. But just some general simple movements at the beginning. You can do the same thing at the beginning of every workout if that's easier for you. And then some cool down stretches, even a nice little quick yoga sun salutation flow at the end of your workout. If you want to keep it nice and simple, look that up online as well but just a nice basic stretching session at the end of your workout. Give yourself five minutes at the beginning and five minutes at the end and practice doing that every single time you exercise. Um, Even if you don't work out, do a little yoga flow uh, on days off or go for a walk. I like to look at days off, not as rest days, but as active recovery days. So on the days that you're not working out, do a quick little yoga flow, go for a walk or even a light jog. Just something simple and easy and not strenuous so that your body is always in a state of movement because movement is life and it doesn't have to be strenuous movement, but movement is life. So make sure you're moving in some way every day to help promote your mobility and your flexibility. Okay. And then let's talk about weekly and monthly treatment. So this is where you really step it up to the next level. This is where your body is going to love you. Now, again, at the time of the airing of this episode, we are mostly on lockdown. So when I talk about things like going for a massage or an acupuncture treatment or cryotherapy, all these fun things that you can explore in regular life, Obviously, for the most part, we can't do that right now. In some places, yes, you can, but for the most part, we can't. So let's start with what you can do, no matter what state you're in and how much freedom of movement you have in your life. Um, Foam rolling. Foam rolling is an excellent thing that you can do at home. I highly encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to invest in a foam roller. You can buy it online, invest in a foam roller, and then look up some basic rolling movements for your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves, your back, your shoulders, just covering those areas of the body. And once or twice a week, give yourself a foam rolling session. Now, foam rolling is a form of what is called myofascial release, and it's basically self-massage. So you go a little bit deeper into your muscles than you would if you were stretching. It's an excellent thing you can do. And when you foam roll a, a little trick I heard from someone once is go for wow, not for ow. It is intense. You're going to feel it. It's it's a, a little bit of a deep massage, but you want to have that wow factor without having that, oh my goodness, this really hurts factor. So find that fine line where you're at wow and not at ow. Okay. You're going to figure out what that means for yourself. So foam rolling is an excellent thing that you can do without leaving the house. And you can do that weekly or twice weekly or however many times you want to do it. If you love it, do it every day. That's fine. You can do it as part of a warm up or cool down for your workout as well. Um, Epsom salt baths. That's something you can do at home. Feels really nice. The Epsom salts go into the muscles, relaxes the muscles. And so if you enjoy taking baths, add a little Epsom salt to that. It's really nice. Um, If you want to, if you are ready to go out into the world or your state allows you to do that, I recommend doing something like a massage or an acupuncture treatment or even a cryotherapy treatment once a month. Treat yourself to that. Elite athletes generally will do one of those things at least once a month, not as a treat yourself situation, but as a part of their training routine. 
It is a non-negotiable for people who are competing at a high level. I hear that story, again, all the time from the athletes I interview. So if you're looking to reach lofty athletic goals, this may need to become a part of your routine. And what you choose is really up to your preference. So maybe try different things out. I happen to love deep tissue massage. I love sports massage. I love acupuncture. And I used to be an acupuncture skeptic until I had, I was in a situation where it was the only modality I was able to try. I was uh, at a roller derby camp and I did something to my hamstring. I tweaked it and I couldn't skate anymore. And there was an acupuncturist at the location. That was the only option I had. So I went for it and I'll be darned. He made it go away. He made that pain go away with one acupuncture treatment. So I was sold on that. And I've actually used acupuncture to heal sprained ankles and other injuries that I have incurred in my athletic pursuits. So I speak to that now. And that is a form of recovery that I like to use. And I've even done cryotherapy where you stand in a chamber for three minutes with freezing cold air blowing on you. Uh, I did that leading up to the Spartan World Championships in Lake Tahoe last year because I knew that I was going to be in a cold environment when I was going to race there. So I wanted to acclimate to cold. And I liked the idea of these quick treatments. So it's only three minutes long. You're in and out of there in 10 minutes. And my sleep was vastly improved when I was doing those treatments. So it does something to your nervous system and I was sleeping better. So you may find that things work in ways that you don't expect them to work. And then there's things like the Normatec boots, the uh, compression boots that you might have seen. You see them at marathon expos or maybe your gym has it where you put these big puffy boot sleeves on your legs or on your shoulders and they give pulsing compression to your legs. I use that after running the LA marathon. I went uh, to a place where I went every day for a week and use that after the LA marathon. It definitely Uh, hastened my recovery after a race that really I was feeling. I was super, super sore. It was my first ever marathon. I was super sore and that definitely sped up my recovery. So you get to try these different things and see how they work for you and determine what you like best because everybody's different when it comes to preference. So those are a few things that you can focus on when it comes to implementing recovery practices into your life. But again, just like I talked about in the last episode about nutrition, It takes practice. It takes practice to implement new practices, new things into your life. So pick one or two things that you want to try and start working on them on a daily or weekly basis and see if you can make that feel a little more second nature over time before you add more. But I just wanted to get you thinking about recovery because if you're not already doing this, you could be setting yourself up for injury or for an early retirement from your athletic life. And we don't want that. We want to extend your years participating in sport. We want longevity and we want an injury-free life. So that's it for part three of the Ageless series. And we're going to keep at it. I have even more steps to my Ageless method coming up in future episodes. So be sure that you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is from a truly ageless musician, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at jasonachilles.com. Hey, Seasoned Athletes, Robin here. If you want to fast track your way to living an ageless life, I want to personally invite you to my upcoming Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit 
taking place on Saturday, May 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit is for women over 40 who want to gain confidence, overcome obstacles, whether they are on race courses or in your life, and truly become the ageless athlete that you are meant to be. I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life. I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life, developing realistic and workable healthy nutrition habits, and implementing practices to help you face fear, reduce anxiety, and gain energy and vitality in your life. This is a day just for you. You'll get to connect with other women over 40 who are striving to live an ageless life, just like you. And you'll come out of this event feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to embrace your agelessness. If this sounds exciting to you, which it should, go to seasonedathlete.me and click on the bar at the top of the page to get the full details, get to know the presenters, and reserve your spot. I'll see you at the Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit on May 23rd. In the meantime, my fellow seasoned athletes, stay safe, stay strong, and be extraordinary.